Hello and welcome to the Property Business Podcast. I'm James George and once again I'm joined by Jonathan Woods and James Hughes. How are you guys? Yeah, very, very good. Had a very, had a very productive Monday morning. All good. Yeah, super busy actually this Monday. for another four viewings <laughs> and uh, yeah, just filling up my diary. It's been great. A really good start to the week. I love watching your ground, your Instagrams, boys, and how busy and successful you are. So before we kick off, how do we follow you on Instagram? Uh, mine is James Hughes Property. Your mine is the, the, the underscore London underscore agent, the London agent. And I am JG underscore EXP on Instagram. And this week we are talking about door knocking. This was a massive part of my real estate business when I first started. And I know James and Jonathan have had great success as well. So James, do you want to kick off with your experience with door knocking? Yeah, uh, I probably had three successes from door knocking. I think when I initially started, um, it was a case of how am I going to find a listing? Um, I was sending out magic letters social media and I had a bit of time at the start so I thought bugger it let's go door knocking so I had my business cards um, I went through the app that we have it kind of tells you what houses on the market so I kind of followed, followed a bit of a route um, but then anytime when I saw a board I would go knock on that house and um, that vendor was not in but the neighbor I got on um, I knocked on the wrong door she, actually, she was selling a flat in uh, two months time so she invited me in so that led to a listing and then on the same journey, um, I met a builder, got chatting to him. He's like, well, I'm not selling now, but check in with me every once in a while. Checked in with him um, every kind of, well, every month, really. And then six months after initially meeting him, he instructed me to sell his house in South Croydon. Uh, that then actually led to three more instructions on the back of it. So selling the house in South Croydon, because I did the viewings myself, meet all the buyers. They're very impressed with how we are. As agents, that then led to a flat that I've sold in Crystal Palace. And then when I sold that flat in Crystal Palace, one of the buyers there, um, I've now sold their flat in, in Croydon. Um, so that's one example. Second example is when you've sold a house on the road. So I live in South Croydon. Um, I was sold a house on, on Lower Addiscombe Road. I sold a house. It had my sole board up on, the, uh, up on the board. There was a house for sale, 10 doors down. So I very politely went and knocked on that door and said, I've just sold that house. I've got buyers from that house. I'd love to introduce them to your house. Can I come in and discuss how I can help to sell your house? So yeah, it's a two good, hopefully success stories from door knocking there. Love it. In regards to script. So what would you say if you, you know, when you first started and you went and knocked on that first door to, and you, you randomly knocked on the wrong door, when, you, <laughs> when they opened the door, what, what did you say? Yeah, well, as you can probably see, I'm not a very well scripted guy. So it's just a case of having a big smile on your face. Um, Say, so look, I'm a local estate agent based locally. I've seen the house is on for sale. I'd love to help. And then see how it goes from there. If they open up, great. See, see how the conversation goes. Yeah, there's no script. Just knock on the door, big smile on your face. I really want to help to sell your house. We've talked about it on a pre previous podcast, but obviously I spent five years doing this in the US. We're not allowed to knock on the door of someone who's selling their home, you know, it's, it's you, you lose your license if you did that. So my, my experience is different. I, I'm not allowed to. I love the fact that you can do that. It's definitely something I'm going to do. Jonathan, what, what's your experience been? Well, I was going to say, I think that's a, a really interesting point just about the difference in the US and something which we take for granted here in the UK is the ability to go out and in inverted commas tout for business because it, it's, it's as a new agent starting out in a big shark pool of agents that are all fighting for business 
there is so much low-hanging fruit there that isn't selling that you can go after and that's perfectly fine in whichever way you, you decide to do it be it through letters or flyering or door knocking which we're talking about now and i think that's it, it must be very frustrating james i'm sure seeing all these lovely homes that aren't selling and you think oh, i could sell that and you can't do anything about it you can't even go and you know sort of sell your business to those people until they decide to leave um, yeah, that's it. I suppose how you well, I'm going to talk about how I was successful in door knocking. And I think that can still be very successful here. But when you're first starting, so say, for example, you work for a Foxton's and you've been very successful there and you, you come over to a company like EXP and you start doing it yourself. You've got to look at how am I best getting business and generating income as quick as possible. And the low hanging fruit will be. You want to try and find people that are definitely going to be selling their home. Well, you know if someone's definitely going to be selling their home if it's on the market. So I will talk yeah. about more about scripts and what you're going to say in a minute and the different ways yeah. that you can do it. But I'd say the, the the best place to start is the homes that are already on the market. James and Jonathan, when you yeah when yeah, you I mean, have I've, done it, I was going to say for um, go, yeah, I was going to go, go ahead. Let me just to answer your your question in. in respect to myself but James, James is a very um, very confident guy when it comes to this kind of thing and I think you know myself certainly it's not something I feel you wouldn't believe it but as confident of doing this and I don't you know I haven't actually physically gone and knocked on someone's door but what I did do and I did do it as a religious thing that I did every single week was I'd go out on what I call my kind of prospecting walk, which was I'd have a big stack of letters who I was gonna, I'm going to hand out, and, I, and most of them were hand-delivered, and a load of flyers in a big rucksack. And I used to walk it. Now I'd do it on a line bike. They didn't exist then, but you can do it net walking. I walked 17 miles one day all around my local wow. area, giving giving out literally for the whole day. I'd left in the morning at Hopper State and then get back till it was dark. And But the thing with doing that is I was going and putting these letters through people's doors and putting the flyers, and sometimes people would come to the door and the first time you're like, oh, my God, please don't come to the door. But then actually, no, I want you to come to the door. That's the whole that's the whole point. So I kind of passively door knocked. I didn't do it in a. But I do, James, that, that, that point of having a listing on a road. I'm going down to, to a place in um, Streatham later for, for yeah. a survey. And it's just made me think if I see a, if I see a sign there, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. knock on that door and say, by the way, I've just sold me off the road just down the corner. Um, yeah. And I've got a load of buyers for it because I genuinely do. And yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. actually a good in, I think, in a lot more comfortable way rather than just like, oh, can I sell your home for you? Um, yeah. But look, I genuinely have sold this. You can see my board outside that says it's sold. And I've got, a, you know, a bag load of buyers here that want to buy something else. So um, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a really good one. I'm, I'm probably going to give it. Well, if I see a sign on my yeah. go at half two today, if I see one, I'll <laughs> give it a go. and I'll, tell, I'll report back on how it went later on so that's the script i've got when i first started um i would go and knock on someone's door and just say just knocking on basically just wanted to see if you were looking to sell your home it would be hi i'm james george i'm a local real estate expert just wanted to see if you're looking to move in the next 12 months and then i realized even if you've not got a buyer you should always have a buyer to be honest for anything in my opinion because you should know local investors who would potentially buy a property so you should always have a buyer in your back pocket. You know, you should always have someone that, say, for example, it's a 500,000 house and someone's willing to sell it for 400,000 and it just needs a lick of paint to make the house look better. You should always have someone like that in your back pocket. And so I would just mm -hmm. knock on doors and just be like, hi, sorry to bother you. I've got a buyer looking for a home in this area. I just want to check if you were looking to move anytime soon. Then 
if they said no, I'd then be like, oh, okay, just by interest, do you know any of the neighbours who might be looking? Okay. And then often they will know, oh, yeah, so-and-so down the road is looking. And so I would just try and keep the conversation going to see if there's there's anyone else. I would say it's even better if you're like in Jonathan's situation where you actually have a buyer and you actually have another listing that you've maybe just sold yeah. or something like James, you mentioned that you went yeah. and knocked on the door as well. <coughs> That's even better because then you've got, then you're an expert in the area if you've actually sold. So talk about like Jonathan, you said your confidence about to go and knock on people's doors, especially when you first started. What was interesting when I um, became a real estate agent in the U S we went through, it was actually like a few week course and every Tuesday and Thursday we'd go along, we'd do different things. And one of the first things we did was we talked about door knocking and we'd have to role play in the class and then we'd have to go out and every single week we'd say, right, how many doors has everyone knocked? And obviously some people didn't have the confidence to do it. And then people like myself wanted to, you know, have success stories and, and, and I would go out and door knock and we'd talk about, you know, Amanda really wants getting bitten by a dog and and the random <laughs> random stuff that might happen going out door knocking but it doing it together as a group really pushed you because you someone would come in mm-hmm. and go I've got my first listing from door knocking yeah. and then you'd go well if he's got his you know if he's got his first property that he's going to be selling mm-hmm. we call them listings in the US you probably don't call them listings here mm-hmm. do you a few like Americanisms coming into to a lot of like this, this world, we're using the world real estate ready. So I think um, you know, that's something which is, is more in the broker world than in on the sort of estate agency side of things. It's interesting yeah, so, you say that because I think, oh, sorry, carry, carry on, Joe. No, no, go ahead, John. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was, I was going to say, so the, it's interesting when you, there's a, a lot of brokers um, who are starting out now in the UK, usually, not always, but usually very experienced agents that have worked in the corporate world for a long time myself included and by definition most of them have got to manager levels and therefore doing this kind of thing in the first instance if you were to ask a branch manager of I don't know yeah. Hamptons or wherever it's right you know you're going out door knocking on Friday the, the instant reaction to that would be no I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing that <laughs> and and I, w- I would you know, I think I had a similar feeling you know, the idea of going out handing out leaflets on a Friday um, or a Monday morning or whatever it was. I mean, that's considered low-level work for someone mm. who is holding a branch manager, associate director, or director-level job. The difference is, though, is that once it becomes your business and once it's your name above the door and your enumeration, you know, I used to look at it and every single board I walk past on the street is 10 grand. Now, 10,000 quid is, a, is, a, is quite a motivator mm. to getting that listing, as we call it. But if you're you know, only making 5% of that deal, then it's not £10,000, it's 500 quid. And of course, there are a lot more coming at you from various different channels that 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 kind of prospecting. And that's where sometimes I think that a lot of new brokers, they have a slower start or don't, that they're not willing to put in what takes the graft to do it. And it, but it, but it, the results are huge. Um, that, what I used to do with my with uh, the team that I had is I'd have newer agents joining and then I'd have experienced agents sometimes who wanted to grow their business. So they'd come on board and start working with me. And we when we when we got a, a listing is we would go out and knock on doors to invite them to the open house. We'll maybe do a whole podcast on open houses one week because mm-hmm. it's something which 
I know we talked about before and Jonathan, you started doing like broker open houses and inviting agents along, but we would invite all the neighbors along when we we got a house and people would then come and see the home for the first time. And it's not something that generally happens here, but what we would do is when we would get the, the listing, the home to sell is we would the first thing we would do first opportunity for everyone to see the house is we would we'd advertise it everywhere that everyone could just come and see the home for a couple of hours. We'd always do a themed open house. So, you know, for example, I've done, you know, run, done barbecues to sunset cocktail evenings, done all sorts of different things. But we would then as a group go and knock on everyone's doors and just mm -hmm. invite them along to the open house. And often that wouldn't necessarily sell the house. What we were doing it was for us to get more business. And then we would often get loads of the neighbors who often nosy wanting to see what their neighbor's house looked like, they yeah. would come in, you would start chatting to them because if it was a more of an event and they could have a, a drink or have some nibbles, they would start often spend chatting for 30 minutes. And then they'd be like, oh, we're thinking of selling our house. And it might not even be for like a year, but you would get to know all of the neighbors. They would tell you then about if someone else's homes are selling, you would then stay in contact with them. Cause I think, I think one of the things we should talk about in another podcast is follow up because it's all mm -hmm. well and good knocking on someone's door. Like James, you mentioned how you got more business from knocking on people's doors. But if you just go and knock on someone's door once, the chances of them opening the door and saying, yes, I want to sell my home. Can you sell it tomorrow is going to be small. It's often yeah. I'm thinking about selling my home in six to 12 months time. Then it's about staying in touch with them to then hopefully, hopefully sell it. But one of the, I mean, when I first started, I would literally pick a neighborhood and I would go and knock on every single person's door. And I would just literally be like, are you selling your home? Are you selling your home? Are you selling mm -hmm. your home? And then what I would do is I, in America, they don't have, you, you don't put the mail through your post through the, the door. They have mailboxes and legally you're not allowed to leave stuff in their mailbox. So everyone always has um, a door hanger, uh, like a doorknob um, on their door. And so we would get these door hangers that you'd leave it on. And I, because I was British, I feed myself as a British real estate agent. Um, and I had me with a cup of tea holding it. And I made this big thing about being British. And I was just like, um, if you're thinking about selling your home, I'd love to show you, you know, how I sell your home for more, etc. And I'd leave it on every single door. And I, I, I would get regular calls, especially from British people in California, calling me up from the, the thing that I left. So one of the things that I'd also say is, is it's very crucial what information or card or whatever it is you leave yeah. and, 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 and try and stand out. That's one of the things that, um, because it's so competitive in the US, is I had to make myself stand out compared to everybody else. So I would say that's another mm -hmm. thing you've got to think about is, is try and try and get your point across in the literature that you leave. If you just leave a business card yeah. that has your name and number on it, they're not going to really call you. But I would say that's another thing for us to talk about another week is making yourself stand out because obviously you guys yeah. know the difference in what you guys add in value compared to your normal agency. So I think mm -hmm. you need to try and get that across in the literature that you've got as well. Yeah. Yeah, when I started, I think I was a bit sporadic where I just went door knocking, just having business cards. James Hughes, powered by EXP. No one actually knows what that means. Ashley Whitehouse, who's just joined, he lives in Morden. And we introduced him to a leaflet design company. He has printed out some great leaflets 
as the local agent. He's open from 24-7, very experienced agent. So he's, I guess, he's going door knocking in his local community, hand delivering those leaflets, not targeting houses on the market, but purely to introduce himself to the community. And then I also say to him, as well as doing that, Ashley, make sure that you are in the Facebook local groups, put a little content about you delivering some leaflets. And if anyone sees you outside in the cold, get them to invite you in. So I guess with all of our agents now, because myself and John and you, we've learned what to do, what not to do, we can help agents from day one, do this, do that. So he's been out there as he has a bit more time at the start of his business to focus on that, get into your local community and also repurpose what you're doing into the, into the local Facebook groups as well. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a, you know, it's interesting what you learn through going out and doing these things, and you think, oh goodness, why on earth do I do that? You get a door and you've got nothing to give to the person. You think, right, now I've got to have something. Yeah, and you know, we've learned that as you go along. I think that there's, a, there's a, certainly a point just to consider with door knocking, especially in, you know, London, is, you know, to be sensible about it and understand that there is a safety element to it. Don't go doing it in the dead of yeah. night. Um, maybe, especially if you know if you're female, or whatever. Maybe tell someone you're going out on a door knocking session, so people know that that's what you're doing. Because um, I do think it's you know it's important that we're, we're mindful of the fact we are knocking on people's doors, and you are in a big city. I, I wonder, James, with your experience in in the the US, whether with that open house thing, did you ever find that you'd get people turning up to these things that shouldn't have turned up to them? Or that, you know, if you're opening up, because I can see that that's the, the thing that some people might have, a you know, with an open house that's fully open is like, who's turning up at my home? Do you ever get any sort of undesirable? I know, turn I know up what you're thing? saying. If you think about an open house in a five million dollar place, you'd think mm. surely you would get maybe some people coming along wanting to see what they could maybe steal from that house or whatever. And the funny thing is, we never had any of that now don't get me wrong you have to be sensible and you have to say during the home selling process full stop don't leave anything that's valuable out for someone for someone to take um and but god yeah we would sometimes have you know 100 people coming into a house over a two-hour period and the house would be just be absolutely packed and there's only you know one often maybe even just one of you there at the front and you can't watch what everyone's doing but we've never had an issue with it at all which is which is you know yeah. i've never had an even I someone say, yeah. come in that i but here i can understand because it's not i, I can understand if, if you didn't do it the right way here because it's not normal practice why there would potentially be concerns from the seller um with yeah, how I think, it I think works, they, they but... work they work really well with the viewing side of things and i think it's I think in a community where, you know, people like the difference is, is that in a lot of sm- smaller communities, people know their neighbours. You know, I don't, I don't know necessarily who lives five doors down from me because. It, but I think if you're in a slightly more close knit community, it can be quite um, more, let's say, just you know, a friendly thing to do on an afternoon. But, but um, if it's something really nice, I think you know, it'd be good to to try it and let's see what happens. You know, it's just. Um, Make sure your PI insurance covers enough of it. So then you've got you've got the cases, cases of problem. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, I think um, you know the 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 whole point of sort of the the door not prospecting is that if you're not you know you've got to get out of your comfort zone, haven't you? You've got to, you've got to try and do things that don't necessarily always you you feel like you know it just keeps you a little bit on edge. Um, but you know what's the upside? The upside is you could get you know, a ten thousand pound listing. The downside is you get a door slammed on your face. Um, yeah. So, I know people you know. in the US who have got fifty 
you know, sales a year from just door knocking. And that is what they do. They go out and they just knock on doors and they put themselves out there and they'll do it for six hours a day and just hustle, hustle, hustle and sell 50 homes. And as you say, if you, depending on what area you are, say, for example, you, you know, you sell, um, you know, 700 to a million pound homes and you're getting one to one five percent, 10 grand, I'd say, Jonathan, depending on where you are in you know, Winchester in London, that's the type of figures you, you can get. 50 homes, that's half a million a year from hustling. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't want to be door knocking for six hours a day, five days a week. After mm-hmm. Once you've built up your portfolio and you start getting lots of yeah. referrals, it's not something you want to be, especially in England. I was in California. I was running around often in my shorts and T-shirt, doing my daily exercise by just running around as you say, sometimes you don't even need to knock on doors because they're going out picking up the kids as you get to them. Oh, hi! Just before you go, can I just can I just give you this? Can I just see if you're selling your home or whatever? And whereas here, it's a bit different. If it's cold, wet, and raining, it's, you don't want to be going in and out of your car like walking down the street. But but if but you it if works. you do turn up when it is raining, and if you if someone opens your door, that shows them how determined you are that you're out in the cold <laughs> and the wind and the rain. This is how how keen I am to help to sell your house. The thing is, it is a strategy and it's part of all the different strategies. And I think when you're starting your startup business, you know, and people say like, oh, I'm two months in, I haven't got a listing yet. It's like, well, how much have you actually done to get one? Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's not going to just come to you. You've got to get out there and fight for it. Um, and you've got to build a name for yourself. And I think it's very sometimes easy to slip into seeing what other brokers or agents are doing on instagram and social media and it looks like everyone's just getting loads of listings and it's easy and Mm -hmm. the more you know the more time you put into it the more things come to you but you know do i go out now handing out hand hand delivered leaflets every single week no i don't i probably should but i need to outsource that because i've got so much going on that i can't do it all myself but in those early days when you've got 10 hours a day to yourself and you're like, I've got I don't have any viewings, I've got nothing. What are you doing? Get out there and go and knock on some doors. Yeah. You know, that's 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 what this is all about. And I think but also forgetting sometimes that you know, you've got to keep doing the, the basics. And if you don't, then you one, you lose the ability to do it. But, you know, you've got to remember how you got what got you where you are. Um, and I think it's kind of reminding me, just having this conversation just reminding me, like, I need to build that back into my business because it's something which I'm not doing as much as or anywhere near as what I was before. Um, so That's maybe it, the I'm, truth I'm, is, is people, you know, normal real estate agents out there who are working for a company uh, have got probably enough business that they're, you know, their branch managers not telling them to go out there and knock on doors. No one's doing it. Social media generally, even though it's a massive part of it, Generally, everyone's on social media and, and generally most real estate agents, are, are, you know, should be on there in some form. But no one's door knocking. I put money on that. I put money on no one out there right now in your area is going out knocking on doors. If you went and you knocked the, um, every that... house for sale in your area and you did that once a month, I put money on you'd be on 200K plus a year. <laughs> yeah, there was the um, the Tyrone Ash real estate program and like it or or hate it but then yeah some of the agents there it's literally a case of right you're ready to go now go door knocking and good on them um yeah they literally went round the streets of manches up in northwest london hampshire literally door knocking and i was thinking yeah it got a bit of stick but then i was like yeah good on them 
Yeah, I, I, I always I, think what's the do, worst that no, can happen? No, I can understand. In some, uh, it's true. I think you've got to you've got to do do it in the right way. I think if you're out there, why boy, like you know, gift of the gab car salesman type, banging on doors and jumping over fences and well, I mean. <laughs> You know, some people might look at that and go, look at him, he's Jack the Lad, he's kind of like, it depends, but if that's not you and that's not your business and the area yeah. that you're in, you don't you don't want to give yourself a reputation of just being like, you know, the underbelly type sort of wheeler dealer agent. I think, you know, you've, you've got to do it in a professional and advisory way um, rather than being a kind of a bit of annoyance or a menace. Um, so I think sometimes... Well, if you think about it, if someone you know, not... A, a yeah. yeah, but if someone knocked on your door and said, I'm helping a young family at the moment find a new home. And unfortunately, the home that sold um, down the road sold before they, they could see it, but they really want to move into this particular neighbourhood. I just wanted to know, are you looking to sell? If you paint that picture, they're going to go, oh, wow, that's really nice for him to go and do that. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to slam yeah. the door in your face and tell you to F off. Whereas yeah. people think yeah. of door no, that's, knocking that's, is, that's my point. Is, yeah. is someone saying, you know, do, do you need your windows doing or whatever it is? And, and yeah, Del Boy type people knocking on your door. But if you yeah. do it a certain so, way and you look a certain way as well, then <clears throat> then you're going to be absolutely fine. Yeah, that, that was my point. I think, you know, just what I don't want to be doing is trying to sort of purport, of, you know, reinforce that kind of, you know, sharp suits sort of you know uh, sorry like shiny suited estate agency gift of the gab knocking on doors hey mate you want to sell your own kind of look um you know it's not but you know, doing it exactly the way you just described james you know, yeah. any normal person the reaction they should have on that would be but you know if you turn up at my door talking like that and it was nine o'clock at night um i'd probably have a different view of it um yeah just because it, it you know that's it's not the right time you have um, to be respectful you know, you, of bedtimes kids bedtimes all of that exactly uh, yeah. i know one of the you know you've got to think about not doing it too early you've also got to think about when's a good time mm. to to get them and often when everyone's just got home you know if you go during the day quite often if you look at there's no cars in the driveway i wouldn't bother going knocking on that door because i'd think for example that no one was in obviously where i was you would see if people's door, you know, in Winchester, you'd often see if people's cars are there. London's a bit different because if you park on the street, you don't know. But mm -hmm. I'd look to see if there's lights on and stuff. And if it looks like there's no one in, I would just move and go on to, to go on to the next home. I wouldn't waste my time knocking on doors where it looked like no one was in. But you'd often get load of people in, you know, just after the school run, for example, maybe, you know, or yeah. just when people have got home from work. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about in regards to door knocking, guys? No. No, I think I think we've I think we've covered it. I think it's um, you know, it's something. It's another another string to your bow. It's something else to certainly. I would say in the first you know six months when you're building up, you know it should be part of your prospecting. Um, if if not fully on the front offensive, but even if it's a passive like I did, you know, handing out leaflets and, and letters. And then talking to people in the street and talking to people as they come to their doors, um, but you know, you, you, I think you've, you've got to you've got to give it a go, especially if you're struggling for listings. You've got to be out there. Yeah. And what about successes, guys? Not door knocking, but anything at all in the last week, just to s celebrate how you, how well you're doing. Chat about your successes, guys. Um, yeah, quite a few. Um, obviously, every week has its challenges as well. It's not always about success, but probably. 
the success that stands out for me last week was renting a house uh, just by clapping common at £6,000 a month. Um, so, yeah, very good overall rental. Um, that client was actually introduced to me, a friend of a friend who follows me on Instagram. Um, I had a bit of fun with that one. I recently bought a new car as well, so I wanted to get the video drone myself driving down the car, uh, driving the car down the driveway, fly over the house, and then kind of cover Clapham Common. Um, yeah, so that's an awesome result for me financially. Um, I guess the, the benefit to the client is that he's dealing with me as an independent lettings agent. How I pitch myself as a lettings agent is more of a kind of portfolio manager because I do sales and lettings. I'm not here to push you down lettings or sales. Let's look at the asset. Let's look at your finances and then advise accordingly. Um, that is in Clapham, so it needs an additional HMO license. I also am a HMO landlord, so I can advise the client directly, do all of the compliance, um, and then get a good group of sharers in there. And that's his first time being a landlord. Yeah, so a very good result for me all round. Cool. Jonathan? Jay, just, just before I say about success, I think that's a, that's a really good point now with the difference or the point between being a sales and letting agent at the same time. A lot of clients will get advice from a sales manager and then a lettings manager are two different departments in the same business, both with their own agendas, meaning that the lettings manager wants to let it and the sales manager wants to sell it. You're not going to get, you'll get a certain level of impartiality from very, very good people, but in the majority, they're going to look after their own interest. Whereas for you, you know, you're going to be giving the right advice to the client and what they need to do at that particular time because you'll work in both sides of it, which I think is a really important thing to say. Um, for me, uh, three listings last week, which is great. So three new on the market. Well um, had a load of viewings last week, and we've got a big full diary this week, which is brilliant. Um, got a, quite a few in the pipeline that are just stalling, so waiting for that to go through. Hopefully, fingers crossed, should cap this week, so I'll be very, very happy when that happens. Hey, nice. We'll which, talk about which month is cap. that? How many, how many months do you have to go before... Uh, that'll be seven months to, to the end. Yeah, amazing. Goes, you know. um, awesome. But we can talk. We can talk about what capping is for a future podcast. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's been a success to me. I've oh, just taken on a listing in Cornwall, um, which is quite good as well. <laughs> listing in Cornwall. Cornwall. Here we come. I'm intrigued. <laughs> How are you going to sell your listing in Cornwall? So we, I've taken this on. I'm going to do some media marketing for it, which we've done. Going to get on social media and I'm going to partner up with an EXP agent down in Cornwall who's going to help me out selling it as well in terms of being on the ground. So, um, Love it. Yeah, nice it also gives you an excuse there. maybe to go down with the family at some point as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got to make that, make that work, visit down fun. to that listing. Exactly. Go, yeah, I mean, go so, to so play that, and sit Melly and golf course when you're down there and then call it work. This is, again, this is a future podcast about the beauties or the, 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 the benefits of, of running your own business and, and running as a limited company. Um, you know, we're going off to business for a trip in, to Lisbon soon and going off yeah. to Miami and a few other things, which um, you know, are legitimate, legitimate business reasons to be traveling, which I think is a great thing to do. Awesome. Once again, it's been great Thanks. fun recording the Thanks podcast with you guys. It, um, if you're interested in starting up your own property business and that will dramatically increase your income, then please reach out to either John, James or myself. And please do follow the podcast. Give us a review. And if you want us to cover any topics, let us know. And if you want to come on the podcast, we are always looking for people to come on if you're a specialist in any particular area. Boys, have a good week. Have a good Monday. And I'll see you next week. See you next week. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.